You're listening to the Swap Mono Live podcast show brought to you by our friends at OGO. So yeah, I'm here with uh, Dean Wilson. What What's the team name officially? Uh, that's the, probably the best part. <laughs> we don't really, I haven't really figured that out. I mean, it would be Rockstar Energy, Husqvarna, AGL, Ignite, Racing. But then, no, it had to be DW15 at the beginning because I'm yeah. the main sponsor, right? Yep. So I know when, when, when they uh, introduced me at open ceremonies, I was wondering how they figure it out, but... Ah. Yeah, what did they end up saying? Uh, team 15. <laughs> team 15? Yeah, I'm fine with that. Nice, nice. So, so man, uh, this is your second year of starting the season as a private racer. Yeah. I would say the experience from the first time has probably helped you make a second go of it a little bit smoother, yeah? Yeah, for sure. Uh, it was actually funny. We are looking at... I seen pictures today from when I did it the first time, and it's a lot more... It's not near as good as how we have it now, but also then we didn't have the sponsors we have now, you know, so we had more obligations type of thing, you know, we had some good, I had some good sponsors that stuck behind me, and uh, so I had to have more of a presence. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So uh, you mentioned to me earlier that like Rockstar really stepped up for you. Mm-hmm. Um was it because the relationship you had built with them previously on the on the factory husky team? I mean, what was it? Uh, what do you think it was about you that made them want to sponsor you so bad or to help you out? Um, I think, you know, I mean, it's so obviously I, I only just started with Rockstar in 2017 when I was a privateer and got on the team, and I think I just built a really good relationship with them. Um, I think they seen my other side of racing of of um, the fun side the marketing and with the marketing side mm-hmm. and i think they they like that and um so i don't know i just built a good relationship with them and and yeah i mean they stuck behind me through all they pushed really hard for me to stay on the team for this year and obviously it didn't end up happening and so they still stuck behind me on my private effort so that was pretty cool one of the at one point, they were my only sponsor. <laughs> so it was, it was cool. And it's, you know, obviously really appreciate you. Yeah. So was it the was the deal kind of like, Dino, we're going to help you out? Or did you have to like say, can you help me out? Like I mean, No, it was we're going to help you out. That's that's sick. Yeah. And that's what was cool. And so that's why I have so much, I was getting so much love because uh, they were there when not a lot of people were. So um, it was pretty cool, all of them. Mm-hmm. Okay, so tell me about the the grass guy. We got which one? We got lots of grass. Yeah, <laughs> the, the, no, the grass the you ATL. walk on. Yeah. yeah. So, so once I found out I wasn't going to be on the team, I was like, all right. So it looks like I'm going to be doing my own thing. So let's just. I was thinking, and I was actually sitting at my friend Ryan's house, and he's like, "Dude, why don't you hit up um, AGL? Like, you know, they're in the racing and." You know, it would be a cool sponsor. And I was like, dude, that's a really good idea. So I messaged him. Uh, his name's Dylan. And then we had a meeting. And <coughs> and this was the hard part for me because this was the first time I've ever had been doing all the dealings on my own before. Mm-hmm. So I go into the office and they're obviously, if, you know, I'm still learning all this stuff. And I, w- I had nothing with me. Like I didn't have like a 
anything to show them like what's the tv viewers where is the logos going to go how much do i want like they're you oh, know what i mean yeah. i was just so free yeah. i would end there seeing if they were interested which they were and i explained my story and dylan was really into it and but i i just like it's hard because you need i needed them to trust me mm-hmm. but i mean obviously it's hard to trust a stranger you know but i knew like if we made it happen that it would be well worth it when because i put my full effort in so obviously they did and we made it happen and it's been a really cool sponsor and i feel like agl is really like a lot more known people are seeing it a lot more and you know um we got the grass and the pets and so many people seeing it my dogs peed on it a few times <laughs> but yeah. no it's it's been a really cool sponsor and and that's another one that um you know i was just one of those things i just went hit them up and you know that that was it or da, da, don't they help somebody else out there? like robbie madison or something i'm not sure i i swear i saw somebody else repping them but right. e- either way that's awesome and there's a there's a Dean Wilson code, I guess. Yes, I mean there was there was a code, and then also if you just mention my name, whatever, it's ten percent off. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's pretty. Do you, cool. do you have it in your backyard yet? Um, not yet. Dude, it's badass. Yeah, yeah. I, ha- I have artificial grass in my backyard, and it, it's awesome. I my my gardener's bill got cut in half. Yeah. But <clears throat> yeah, it's it, like it gets kind of hot. Yeah. So it almost cooks your dogs' turds. Right. So they're easy to sweep. There you up. go. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, that's the the thing is, when it comes to yard work, I'm trying to do as less possible. Yeah, so that yeah. <laughs> sounds like a win-win. It is a win. Oh, except when it rains, like like did you know that like urine never evaporates; it turns into crystal, right? It crystallizes. So like when it rains, it's like making Kool Aid pee flavor in your backyard lawn, huh. and your whole backyard smells like pee. Oh, really? <laughs> if yeah. you have dogs, huh. if you have dogs, but. Anyway, okay, so there's the one grass sponsor. Yeah. Let's let's talk about Ignite. I mean, okay. you told me that story a little bit. Yeah. Uh, did you message them on Instagram or no. did they message you? They messaged me. Now, so is I, there a marketing guy there that's a motocross fan then? Um. Yes. Well, kind of. So I got a message on Instagram, and I we I get I give him a hard time because he slid in the DMs, <laughs> <laughs> and I honestly didn't even think it was it was his private account and i thought it i didn't think it was like legit at first i was just like i mean yeah i mean if you want to you know shoot me an email like i didn't really know how i I get a lot of messages and yeah you know so i was like yeah shoot me an email and then we're going back and forth and then um he's like let's set up a meeting at dan's house next week and i'm thinking oh man Dan's house. Okay. Like did, but did you know, did he start off by saying Ignite CBD is, it's, it's owned by Dan Bilzerian or is he, a, is he an investor well, I already, or? I already knew. You already knew? Yeah. Oh, okay. I followed Dan. So I, okay. I know about Ignite and stuff. So, so anyways, he sent me a, an email saying, Hey, Friday, one o'clock, uh, here's the address. And then I'm like, okay, let me just, you know, look at the address. So I went on Google and went on the address. Of course it's his house. Mm-hmm. So I went there, it's got big gates, you have to sign in uh, to get in through the gates, like there's a security guard and got in there and there's construction going on, there's so much going on, there's people working for him. Were you kind of thinking that you might have been punked, like you might get there and they might go, uh, who are you? I don't know. Do you Just the process to get there was interesting. Yeah. So anyways, had a meeting with Eric, met all the Ignite dudes, um, and then went on rooftop, 
where he's got a gem there. Like, the house is insane. Like, absolutely insane. We've got a house tour. And Dan's just chilling up top, tanning. In his but, little... Yeah, in his little, little speedo. Man shorts, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I had a good little bullshit with him. And it was good. It was... It was, uh, it was he's a really cool dude. And... Uh, showed him the Grandpa Earl video. Yeah, and he liked that, so it's quite funny. Was and he? Then, is he? Uh, was he aware of Supercross before this? Not really. No. Okay. No. So, so <laughs> it's it's pretty cool to have a guy that has that reach to know a little bit about it. And you know, obviously, my goal is to try and it'd be cool to eventually get him to a race. But you yeah. know, just you know, a, a lot of people don't know about Supercross, and it, it's kind of mind blowing. But you know, the more people at that status that know the better obviously mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. anyways ended up making the deal happening and we all came to an agreement and yeah that that was it so it was pretty cool i was pretty stoked on it nice and that was when i was off social media so like it's not like i was <laughs> showing everybody like i was at the house i have videos on my phone of yeah. me at the house but yeah yeah it was quite funny so i have to ask were there were there a bunch of chicks around um no no really no it was I, think off there, I think there was chicks on the way but it was <laughs> Just him, and he's a—he's a lot more of a businessman than 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 you would imagine. Yes, yeah, like when I was there, he was on. People kept calling on people coming up to him, asking him questions. Like, he's—he's he's, yeah. I mean, it's not like he's a young buck either, but he's—he's he's, uh, definitely knows what he's doing, and he's a businessman. So is the other guy your main point of contact? Yeah. at ignite. So you don't yep. you don't text Dan. No. And stuff. What is what is his main? How did he become who he is? Do you have any idea? Um, po poker, I believe. Really? He was, he was really good at poker, and then he just did cool stuff on Instagram and just got that <laughs> following. And then, you know, I don't know if he had a, a background with his parents being really rich. I'm not sure if that was it, but I know that he made a lot of money off of poker. Yeah. So It's funny. My, my buddy who works for the uh, Warner Brothers, he lives right near there. Yeah. And he was telling me, oh, my neighbor is that Dan Bilzerian guy, and he asked my kid to come hang out. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't want to let his son up there. Yeah, I mean, it looks a bit crazy. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, people either love him or hate him. So yeah, um, it's funny. I get a few mixed emotions on it from people, but I'm pretty stoked on the deal. Yeah. All right. So uh, CBD. That's like CBD is like. Well, I don't want to use the word trendy, but it's like it's like the hot topic right now. Right. You know, like everybody's into it. Like the first time I heard of it was actually on Adam Jones's Instagram, and he, yeah, you know, the freestyle guy. And he he mm -hmm. ran a picture of it and he's, oh, as a freestyle guy, I never know what's next in my career. I don't know if I'm gonna have a ride next year, and I get real anxious, so I take this stuff. And he explained what it is and everything. And uh, then the next time I heard about it was from Beaker at Fox, and he said that he he uses it and it calms him way down and everything. So, but. Were you using CBD before this, or were you aware of it? Yeah. No, I've been taking CBD for, like, the past year and a half. Uh-huh. Um, I feel like it helps a lot with my injuries and um, my stress and anxiety and stuff like that. Like, it, um, I think it's getting a lot more known and popular because it's been a lot, a lot more accepted now than yeah. it used to be because I think there's people that take it that you think would never take it mm -hmm. you know but you know i i take it because it helps my mental health and it helps my body and whatever you know mm -hmm. it's it's not something it's not a, a drug or something silly yeah, like yeah. that because i think that's how it gets portrayed sometimes when it's not 
So what uh <laughs> I think that you're getting more coverage for Ignite and Ignite's getting more coverage because of the whole NBC ban yeah. scandal. And is it only because Ignite also sells cannabis? I'm not sure. I mean sure. if it was say if it was Medterra, which is just C B D stuff, yeah. Would NBC be making them cover up? Not sure. It's a bit um con like there's a bit of a conflict because um so they came to Anaheim said you gotta cover up your logos. Which I was annoyed at because why couldn't you do it? You I announced like a week before I was with Ignite, like Yeah. Why are you doing this at the race? So I just played along and says, Okay, we'll do it. So we've done it and I've been cooperating with them and doing everything they've been saying. But I just don't think it's right yeah. because they're help they're supporting my program and helping me be on that start line yeah. and they're putting money into the sport and it's just kind of a bummer i mean it doesn't have it doesn't say ignite cannabis it doesn't say there's no pot leaf it doesn't say weed maps it doesn't it's ignite and it's a goat logo like it's clean you'd walk by in the pets and not really know what it is unless you like you know what whatever so um i don't know it's a little bit frustrating but at the same time it's not the end of the world i've just been trying to focus on my racing because yeah. that's my job and the ignite dudes have been super cool they're i mean they're almost pumped in a way because they've got more press out of it than if they would have just left it alone yeah it's definitely. gotten so much press and so yeah i mean it is what it is but it's a little bit disappointing you know it's uh, but at the same time i kind of do see both sides but um, yeah, it's a it's a gray area for sure. Yeah, so does Ignite also sell just straight up weed? Yeah, yeah, they do. Like, mm -hmm. like the Twitch. <laughs> I'm probably a different brand, but yeah, the Twitch sticks. Yeah, 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 yeah. no, they have their own deal, and that's just like honestly, like obviously I don't do any of that stuff, but um, there's just so much money in it right now. Yeah, definitely. Like and it's, I mean, it's becoming legal, more California. legal everywhere, and it's just like, dude, it's that market is killing it. So. Um, I mean, yeah, I'm getting supported by them, but, um, yeah, like I said, it's a bit of a gray area, but I'm stoked to be part of the company. Yeah. I mean, Supercross used to be sponsored by Coors Light, mm -hmm. right? So. Yeah. And uh, Camel. And Camel cigarettes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And those horrible Wrangler jeans. Those should be offensive too. I think I might <laughs> run some for Nashville. Ra Nashville? Wranglers? Yeah. And but buckle? Plessinger might be, might be, ups might be pissed about that. Like, is well, that his deal? Yeah, like, I'm going to outdo him on his oh, own, you know what I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. I, you know Plessinger's going to be fully cowboyed up for oh, Nashville. Oh, yeah. Uh, how about his uh, stories with the songs? Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I, I really like Aaron. I think he's he's nice to have around, and he's always smiling. And Yeah. Sometimes I don't, like, I, I feel like I'm a decently happy guy, but, like, I mean, dude, I get mad sometimes. Like, I just feel like, does he ever get mad? Like, he's I've, I've always never seen smiling. It. I've it's, never seen it. It's crazy. Yeah. It's cool though. So how about Dan's post where he blood MVC? That was pretty good. <laughs> pretty gnarly. Dude. Yeah, I mean I I uh it was I mean dude the coverage from NBC having a network cover supercross is awesome. Uh -huh. But the other side of the sword is that they're lame about that. Right. Well, yeah, I mean I wasn't expecting that, but the <laughs> the guy, um, Eric at Ignite, he didn't say or mention anything. He just let me do my thing on Saturday at A1. And then he told Dan on Sunday because he 
said that if he would have told them on Saturday, he would have done that on Saturday. Uh, so he waited for the race to be over. Yeah. And, yeah, so he, he blew them out pretty hard. Nice. <laughs> I was kind of like, oh, man, I'll never be on TV again. But <laughs> ended up getting, like, a feature a couple weeks later. So Yeah. So is there a Dean Wilson code on Ignite.com? Uh, I have a link. I have a link that I always do the swipe up on. Uh-huh. On and your stories, yeah? Yes. And I, I think there is a code. Uh, a code. I think it's... I'll have to look. I'll, I'll look at it right now while we're talking. Okay. So, uh, man, controversy from your sponsors aside, season's going pretty damn good, wouldn't you think? I mean, fifth at the Triple Crown, right? Um, yep. Fifth at the Triple Crown. So, that was good. Um, and then lead in Anaheim? Yeah, that was Woo-hoo. awesome. That sh- I feel like I should have won that one. Yeah. Um, How did that feel? How did that feel or... out front? Um, you obviously had, you know, relatively clear vision, right? Because you were chasing nobody, but... Did it uh? Did it feel like a dream, like out front on a privateer bike, kicking everyone's ass? Uh, I felt good. Like I wasn't trying super hard. I wasn't tired. Like I felt really good. I I just tried to hit my marks because it was muddy. It was raining harder and harder and harder. And what was kind of frustrating was that like usually in mud races, like it kind of starts to spread out. You know, like the pack. Yeah. And, like, I felt like we were still in a bunch. Like, I never had any time to, like, relax or make a mistake. So, for 15 minutes, I was real solid. But where I started losing time was the double-double in the middle. Mm, that big I one. would go to commit to the double, <laughs> but the rut was real choppy and I would lay off. But then I'd be on the right side where I couldn't double the middle part. So, I'd have to roll all four jumps. And then, yeah, I mean, I think where it all went bad was I was coming up to lap bag it and he never seen the blue flags and he roosted me so I was pulling tear offs down the start straight and I got held up really bad and then uh, um, Barsha just sucked on my rear wheel and then he um, yeah then he passed me then Kenny got by me because he was right there and then I tossed the goggles I couldn't see and then last lap <laughs> Tomac got me so oh what could have been but it was still a good good ride yeah yeah so I imagine now, uh, and my my discount code is oh. ignite fifteen off. Ignite fifteen O F F. Yes, for fifteen percent off. Okay, does it work on the weed too? <laughs> I have no idea. <coughs> I don't think so. So, uh, talk about the rest of your program. You, you uh, a joyful reunion with Daddy Frank at O'Neill. Yeah, no, O'Neill. Frank awesome. has always been a fan of yours, even when you left. Yeah, no, uh, Frank is awesome. He's uh. <laughs> The whole O'Neill family um, are just great people, and I love working with good people. That's one thing that's important to me, and I'm stoked to be back in the gear. So I'm really happy to be part of the O'Neill family for sure. You know, it's funny is that they came out with that new Mayhem Light stuff mm-hmm. that's tight, mm-hmm. and that's what you asked for two years ago. Yep, yep. Yeah, I mean, I I, I think I helped a little bit with them, like, um, <coughs> work on, you know... Um, I guess then what what's what is uh I wouldn't say popular but a bit more you know what everyone's current. wearing the current yeah. that's it yeah so we got that jersey and that now and it's a lot better it's comfier it's more athletic fit mm-hmm. I like and I like that in the fit so the fits are real better the material the materials are a lot better on the gear and it looks really good I mean we won lit kit at Anaheim one so that was awesome and. We just have cool looking gear like this weekend 
in Oakland, we're going to be all black, like Raiders style, so that should be cool. So, um, no, it's they're a pleasure to work with. What's a uh, lone wolf on your butt? Lone the wolf pri is privateer like, life? Huh? Privateer life? Mm-hmm. Lone wolf is just, just I was just, I'm just a lone wolf, you know, just out at the track myself, <laughs> you know, just the factory team's here, and then the lone wolf is here, you know, so... My friends were calling me as a joke, but then, like, they just kept calling me, and it was quite fun, and we're like, Fuck, that would be a good butt patch, so yeah. we run that. It's quite fitting. You know, I, that's the first time I've ever seen O'Neill pants with a butt patch. Oh, really? I had uh, a couple a couple years ago. Nice. Ogeo has been around for three decades, but it was in 2001 that the brand forever changed the way we think about gear bags. With never-seen-before features, like specific storage compartments for your boots, helmets, gear, and more, the OGO 9800 is the most popular gear bag in motocross. Visit ogeopowersports.com. For over six decades, Scott Motorsports has pushed the limits of innovation, providing our customers with the most advanced technology available. Scott is honored to be the exclusive eyewear sponsor of the SWAT Moto Live podcast. Athletes such as Chad Reed, Justin Barsha, and myself, Adam Cientrillo, require the best performance, which is why we choose the Scott Prospect Goggle. Recognized as the number one goggle in racing, Scott is proud to be made in the USA. Check out scott-sports.com to see their complete line of high-performance goggles. Hey, what's up, guys? Malcolm Stewart. This off-season, I've been training harder than ever getting ready for 2019, and I've been using Rhino Power supplements before, during, and after my training, and has made a big difference, especially the motivation pills. Use Swap Moto as your discount code at checkout for 10% off your purchase, plus free shipping on rhinopower.com. Hey guys, Hunter Lawrence here. Lately I've been spending a whole lot of time at the mountain bike trails in the local area on my intense primer, and the thing's badass. For how good it is going up the hill, it's uh, amazing coming down the hill. It's uh, comfortable, nimble, and it doesn't feel uh, like you're going to go over the bars every five seconds. Uh, all their bikes in their lineup are awesome. So, yeah, you're ready to get serious about training on a cross-country bike or crushing lap times at your local trails. Or if you want to go a bit further, longer and faster, they, they just brought out a new Taser e-bike, which is, uh, yeah, everyone's given the double thumbs up on. So head down to your local Intense dealer or, or purchase uh, directly at IntenseCycles.com. Check it out, guys. Hi, uh, I'm Mitch Payton from Monster Energy Pro Circuit Kawasaki team, and I uh, just want to give a shout out to Throttle Syndicate. Um, it's a new name, but it's the same company that's been around for uh, 30 years. We've been with them since the very beginning in 1991, and they're a big part of why our bikes always look the way they do. We're really proud to have them involved, and hopefully they have a good year. Visit ThrottleSyndicate.com to view the full range of customizable graphic kits, gripper seat covers, sticker kits, and more. Use promo code SWATMOTOLIVE at checkout for a 20% discount off your order. What's up? This is Christian Craig. As a motocross racer, being in top physical shape is a must, and my favorite way to train is cycling. And whether it's road biking or mountain biking, I rely on Roy Cyclery to keep my bikes in perfect running order. Roy Cyclery has been servicing Old Town Upland, California since 1962. Mention the Swap Moto Life podcast for additional discounts in the shop. Okay, so we're at a strange point in that we're approaching round four. 
Mm-hmm. Jason just got hurt. I know that the team probably called you when Zach got hurt, but you were too much invested in your own program. Mm-hmm. Have you gotten the call again? Um, I've gotten the call, but I haven't went in to meet them yet, so I need to figure that out. Um, so I'm just focusing on my own stuff. Same program, we're doing the same thing, so I just want to focus on what I'm doing because I feel like my program right now is really good. I'm happy with the people I'm around. I'm happy with my team, my sponsors, my bike, everything. Like, I'm just comfortable. So, we'll see what happens, but um, I I like where I'm at. Yeah, so, right now you're happy with your bike. Your setup's sick. Mm -hmm. Your results are great. What advantage would being on a factory bike give you in your mind? I mean, would it just be the bigger forks? But you said you like the little... Yeah, I guess I could get a chance to run the 52s again or... You know, I mean, my bike's really good right now, but I think, honestly, is the stress. Yeah. It's not that it's super stressful, but, like, my poor dad, like, honestly, like, we're on the West Coast and it's a lot of work. Like, I couldn't imagine going, doing the East Coast or whatever. Like, it's, he, the poor dude, like, is old and he works hard. And I think he sometimes thinks he's still in his 20s or 30s <laughs> the way he works. Like, he doesn't stop and it, it kind of, like, bums me out because he's just it's cool because he'll do anything to help me but it's just yeah. a lot of work and stress and you know he'll you know it's it, that would help a lot being on the factory team and just everyone that's helped me like <laughs> give them a rest yeah so that, so that, let me let me ask you this so on the west coast you've got your old your old buddy paul parabinos work, yeah. working on your bike and your dad and everything but like in the grand scheme of thing, were you guys planning on hitting all the rounds, East Coast and everything? Because I need Paul said he was only helping on the West Coast, right? Right. Yeah. So the plan is we're going to do all the rounds, and um, I've got some awesome sponsors that are helping me, and I've got Big Sam, um, and you'll see him all that he's always with me. He's the big guys from England. He's helped me ever since I was on 85s, and he's just always been someone that's believed in me from the very very start, and he's going to be at all the races so you know once paul would leave that would be it'd be sam and my dad so mm-hmm. but paul's been a great help and amazing and we work really good together and we're having a lot of fun have you ever seen beer fest before no what is that uh it's just this movie it's funny that's like they go to the <laughs> olympics for beer but he goes and like they're getting their team together to drink beer right uh-huh, uh-huh. and they go and find their old squad you know like one is a like homeless and <clears throat> He has this quarter trick, and it's kind of like my deal. Like you know, I like I found I like created my own team. You know, I brought them all back, so it's it's pretty funny. Yeah. So uh, who's driving? Dad. Dad. So East Coast, are you driving with Dad? Or are you flying? Flying, flying. Yeah, that's a pretty big expense for like a privateer effort, right? Flying to every yeah. race, but it uh, obvi- obviously makes sense because well, you could be home and train. And, Sarah's a flight attendant. Oh, really? Yeah. So do you get to fly for free? Yeah. Like you well, get, do you have, have to go standby? Oh, I, I have to go standby, but I only have to um, uh, pay the tax, which is 20 bucks. <laughs> yeah. What airline? Uh, any airline, but um, Delta and American. But what where, which airline does she work on? Uh, Spirit. Spirit. Wow. Yeah. I didn't, how long has she been so at they have, they have like all these relationships and whatever yeah. with all these companies. So we fly with, I fly with Southwest quite a lot. Wow. Yeah. Dude, that's that's awesome it's a good deal you should have her face on your rear fender I know (laughs) (laughs) wow 
Okay, speaking of Sarah, how long have you been together now? Uh, a long time. Because I remember we shot her on a Transworld poster and you didn't approve. Yeah, I wasn't happy about that. <laughs> I think I don't think we were together at that time and then I seen it. Oh. Yeah, I wasn't happy. Um, but yeah, we've been together a long, long time and she's a she's obviously really good for me. Keeps me on the straight and narrow. Yeah. And uh, she seems like always looks after me. So. You know, there's some chicks that are super involved. Yeah. And then they're the ones that just hang out. But yeah. I mean, she seems like she's she understands everything and yeah. she's helps you out quite a bit. Yeah, no, she helps me a lot, and uh, we get along great. Yeah, so it's a, it's a good deal. She's not all into the gossip and drama, blah blah blah. <laughs> you know, she's just yeah. She just helps me and we do her thing, and then we we leave. Nice. Okay, so you say you haven't gone into Husky, but you've gotten the call. Mm-hmm. So obviously Jason's out for the season, Supercross season at least. Yeah. Um, you said you turned down the Zach spot because it was only a few races and you'd have to give up some things like your sweet Toyota Vascondido Tundra, right? Yep, yep. But uh, how does that weigh out now considering it could be the rest of the season? Well, I don't know. I mean, that's why I'd have to talk to my sponsors. That's the first priority is I'd have to talk to my sponsors, mm-hmm. you know? So, um, that's the first, that's what I have to do. Yeah. Man, they're not going to have anyone this weekend. Right? Because no, that's Mosman. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a shame. But would have been cool if I was on the team. Yeah. At the beginning of the season. Yeah, huh? <laughs> that's the, I told you so, right? Mm-hmm. What's a, what's the best thing? Take the stress of the logistics out of your current deal. Mm-hmm. But, like, is there, like, an advantage to being able to just walk in the rig and go upstairs to your bunk as opposed to sitting in a lawn chair? Yeah, I mean, my, I would say mine, like, are you talking about what's the difference between the factory? Like, yeah, yeah, like. Honestly, my, the, the way my deal is right now, I think, is. The way I like it, it's it's like we're back in amateur days. I've got a sprinter and a trailer. I chill in, a, in the trailer and sit on a chair in the dark, pretty much. And it just like keeps the pressure off, like you know, like I don't know. It's just I feel like I'm literally at a local race. Yeah. So obviously that's gonna keep the pressure off because it's, it's that's how I feel. Like I I'm at you know I'm not in a big hauler like I'm in a trailer and whatever, and I just feel like I don't know just. I mean, I, I obviously being on the factory team is is ideal and the best, but I just feel like I'm having fun and it's almost like we laugh about it, you yeah, know, like yeah. what we're doing. But I think that's what keeps it fun. Like, like I got an Airbnb for us all <laughs> in Phoenix uh-huh. or Glendale, and dude, this place was in the hood. Like, no way, really. We drove through it, and it was like ten minutes from the from the stadium and it was pretty hood <laughs> and we were just dying laughing you know it was just like it was pretty funny we got in there and it smelled all weird and oh. it was like oh it was like but it was it, that's what makes it fun like yeah you know so it was, it's been interesting <clears throat> what about resources like video of practice and stuff is someone help me with that or are you going with Sarah's that Sarah's job Sarah's the filmer <coughs> and then she brings it and I watch I take the little plug out plug it in my laptop Mm. So, I know they have to have, like, permits on the cameras and stuff, right? right? Take the camera in there. Can any privateer film, or is it, like, a luxury for... I'm not sure. I'm not so, sure. like, 
like if Tevin Tapio wanted to film, could he? Yeah, oh. I would think so, right? Or no? Yeah. What about that dartfish thing? Did you ever use that? Yes, use that on the factory team. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty good. Like if someone's doing a different rhythm or whatever, you know, it's it's useful. But you know, sometimes for me, like I I think I'm <laughs> sometimes better. Um, <coughs> just. I cannot see any footage sometimes. Yeah. You know? Like sometimes I just overanalyze and re- to think about it too much. My best thing on race day is to think, you know, think, not think, <laughs> you know, is not overthink it. So. Yeah. Um, do you feel like you have more fans as a privateer? 100%. I was talking about this the other night. You know, if, if I do end up on the factory team or even last time when I was a privateer on the Yamaha, and when I went factory, oh, they all disappear for sure. Everyone loves the underdog and loves yeah. the story. And, I mean, it'd be cool if they stuck with me while I get got back to where I need to be. But, um, for sure, everybody likes the privateer. I, way more fans, 100%. Mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit about the uh, Mr. Serious period of no Instagram. Oh, I think that was the best thing for me. Um if it wasn't for sponsor obligations and stuff like that, I probably still wouldn't be on Instagram because I got to do posts for sponsors and this and that. And that's mm. what that Instagram is such a huge deal or social media in general, but more so Instagram for sponsors. That's what sells their product. That's what gets it out there. And so I took the month of December off because I was dealing with a lot of stuff and um, I just wanted to put everything into my writing, my training. I wanted to, um, you know, I, I was so busy like with emails because I'd be ordering oils from Maxima, getting the tents ready, getting logos, sending logos, pet shirts, hoodies, t-shirts, um, you know, ordering parts, getting the race bike parts, you know, um, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Like, And then uh, the race team built my race bike, which was awesome, but there was just so much going on. and. And all the and the other reason was, I was just on my phone too much. Like I, I felt like I was always on it. I wasn't communicating, and it was just a good cleanse. It's something I wanted to do, and all my friends, I always tell someone like when I say I'm gonna do something, I'm my heart's 100% in it, and I'm gonna do it. I never uh-huh. don't say I'm gonna do something and not do it. So, they all said, oh, there's no chance. Look at you. You can never. You can't get off your phone. I said, watch. So, yeah, I got off my phone and deleted all the apps off my phone. I'll oh, tell you, you took the apps off. Oh, yeah. Oh. So, I'll tell you what. Like, the first four days, I would scroll to wherever and go to click on it, and it's not there. I'm God. like, oh, because you just forget. It's it's crazy. So, I just think I felt so much better off it. Like, I was just clear and binding and really focused on my job. And um, I think sometimes there's just too much information out there, like, for everyone to see and think about and look at like you know I, I would get so many people saying like oh did you see this I'm like no I've, what happened <laughs> and then that creates a conversation you're actually talking to somebody where everybody's just sending videos it's you know, all you know forwarding the videos on Instagram definitely where they'd be like oh did you see this what see what happened to this this that I'm like I haven't seen anything what happened <laughs> yeah so so that's why I did it I got a lot of stuff done and I just want to put everything into my writing training yeah it's funny because when I saw the, I saw Jesse at Chipotle, mm-hmm. and I ran out there and I, I Instagram stored myself sticking a sticker on your window, mm-hmm. 
and I wrote, oh, Mr. Sears won't see this anyway, because mm-hmm. you were off, right? Mm-hmm. But, but Sarah still showed it to you, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it. Isn't it kind of funny on that note when you're saying like so much social media and everything? It's like people don't even call anymore. You just text. Yeah. Like that's why I called you just mm-hmm. now because I was like, maybe he's not going to see the text. Yeah. So, but it's like it almost feels like when you call someone, it's kind of invasive because you're so used to texting. Mm-hmm. No, I, I agree. It's uh, the way of today. I was actually – this is – Funny, I was t- I was talking to my friend about this today. I says, if you just lived in the bush for two years, okay, never had any social media, no nothing, like you you didn't even know what was going on, you didn't have a TV, and you came back two years later, mm-hmm. like you wouldn't even know what's going on or understand anything, you yeah. know? Like there was this, I'm going off topic a bit here, but there's this documentary about this fire festival that was the biggest blowout, like the guy scammed everybody, and there's a bunch of memes going on about it. Mm-hmm. Like and I'm th- and it only came out last night and all these crazy memes and so I'm dying laughing at this and then people that haven't seen the movie can't relate to those memes mm-hmm. and it's just it's just crazy how the whole like social media thing is now like so if you were gone for a couple of years like you wouldn't even understand half the stuff that you know yeah is going on have you had anyone come up to your pit and go what's with that old man cut out right there like or does um, everybody know dude. I feel like everyone knows Grandpa Earl. Grandpa Earl was a pretty big hit. He's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, everyone seems to know him. Did you have any idea it was going to be as big as it was when you were doing it? No. Because, I mean, I, I I think I saw a picture or something, and I was like, what is that? And then I ended up watching yeah. it, and I was literally dying laughing. Yeah, you know? yeah. I don't, it's just, I don't What's know. That, I mean, five million now? Six. Oh, God. So, I think the views have slowed down a little bit, but. It's crazy. Like I, I, I didn't expect those, that amount of views or anything like that. And the best thing about it was it was just for fun. There was no script. There was not like we just we that the morning of we wrote some stuff down that we could maybe like do. Yeah. Yeah. But it was just like so freestyled, and I think that's just the best things come out. Like when it's just like, all right, let's just see how it goes. And it was so much harder than what it looked. <laughs> like people think, oh, you're good at that because you're like. No, this was hard. I see Colt Nichols. I see all these guys uh-huh. every week at yeah. the track. So think about you being dressed up and, you know, like, there'd be something fishy about it, you know? Yeah. So, like, when I was talking to Colt and he was looking at me, I felt so uncomfortable because I was trying to act like I'd never <laughs> met him before. So it was, it was it was a lot harder than it looked, and it was hot that day, and that stuff on yeah. my face was... I was sweating yeah. big time. Did the helmet mess up the makeup at all? No, I rode with no hel- cheek pads. Oh. It was so sketchy. Because so I didn't want the helmet to rub the makeup off. Yeah. So it was, yeah, it was tough. Nice, nice. But, hey, switching subjects a little bit. Yep. You're, you're training with Tickle? Um, or is yeah, he helping you out? Yeah, he's helping me out a little bit. We're training together. And, you know, when I was on my own, like, I think, like, honestly, one of the biggest things is that, um, having someone to train with you know like it just makes it that much funner and i was thinking like who could i like you know train with like and i was like fuck brock's not doing anything so Mm -hmm. we started training together and he's been helping me a bit at the gym and i feel like we have a pretty good little program going and we're just keeping it real small like he's he's got his main guy marshall Marshall, so it's just you know he helps me out with stuff in the gym but more or less he's you know like my training partner and it's just nice to have that because being on your own kind of sucks and it's not as fun but um 
yeah, it's it's going good so far. Yeah, and he's he's pretty gnarly. Yeah, I, like, mean, I mean, dude, those calves. He's like got dog G calves on him. <laughs> right. What are your thoughts on his whole predicament right now? I think it's awful. I think um, it sucks for someone. Okay, if you you know fail a test or whatever has happened, I just think it's such BS that he hasn't gotten um, his, his, a sentence or yeah. whatever. Like. At least, like, that's messing with someone's life, and that's not cool. Like, he, he's trying to make a life plan together for... Yeah. And he, how... He's not heard anything. Like, at least give us a sentence, like, hey... Yeah. You're, you can't race until whenever. And then you're like, okay. Then I'm, you can make a schedule. But to be set, sat in the dark like that... I mean, it's just, almost been one year. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah it has. So, it's just... It sucks. I don't know why that is are they mm-hmm. backed up like i'm confused i feel <laughs> like everyone else has got like i don't know the whole deal it's just it sucks for them um it's it's a shame how how that's all went down you know so um it's a it's a it's a nightmare really yeah his uh his plan has changed a couple times now right because i mean at one point he was he, he I, I i talked to him once and he said he was gonna retire he was done and then he rode Marshall's bike, and he's like, I still got it, bro. Mm-hmm. And so he's going to still race yeah, no, when he can. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think it leaves you that. Like, he's only, you know, a year, almost a year. But, no, he's still got it in him for sure. But it's tough because James Stewart got, what, 16 months? Mm-hmm. And how soon was it he got his sentence? His was a lot quicker than Yeah, way year. quicker than that. Yeah, a year. So, so what are your thoughts? You've been to Canada. Could Tickle go to Canada? No, and win? that's the pro- that's the thing that sucks for him. Like, the minute he starts racing, yeah, it delays the, that the thing. Yeah, starts. But if he, he said, like I told him, I go, man, <laughs> screw it, just go to Canada and, and win <clears throat> for several years and then retire. Make right. as much as you can. No, right yeah, now. you're right. But that's, that's the option. Yeah, I mean, if he you, wants to go, yeah, if, you know, he's 29 now, I think so. Just go do five years in Canada and make yeah. good money. But I mean, you've you've raced you you raced in Canada, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, could he go there and be a champion like right off the bat, or would it take him a while to learn the? Well, I would, I one thing I'll say is never underestimate the Canadians on their track. Like yeah. Colton Fasciotti, Cole Thompson, even Tyler Medaglia. Like there's a, there's a lot of fast guys there, um, and especially on their tracks, like. I know a lot of people that went up there thinking they were going to kill it. Yeah. You know, like when Davey went up, like he lost a few motos and overalls just straight up. So, yeah. um, I think he would win it, obviously, but I don't think it would be easy what people think. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's funny because the way that works, how they, like if he had done Red Bull straight rhythm, like right. he was going to do straight rhythm on my KTM. Yeah. And we are all gung-ho ready for it and then his lawyer figured out that if he had done that it would have started his sentence at that date right so he obviously couldn't but yeah it's it, it's, it sucks. it's restriction of uh like he can't make a living like mm-hmm. what is he supposed to do i mean i, I don't know yeah it's ah it's a it's a tough one so okay moving on this weekend is uh oakland black gear Raider Nation, how are you feeling about your performances thus far? And and like, would you be? Uh, I'm sure you wouldn't be surprised to end up on the podium, right? Yeah, I mean that's where I want to be. 
um, and I'm feeling more comfortable racing, like that triple cram last week, like my first race, I got a bad start, and then the next two, like I actually felt comfortable on the track, like, and mm-hmm. I, that's a good feeling to have. So, I got a podium last year. I got second, and I, I need to get the start. Like, obviously, everyone says that, but our class is so gnarly that yeah. you have to be up there. And very, very few are can come through the pack. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's it's tough. So, I believe that I can do it. It would be awesome to get on the podium, be a good goal, and, you know, as a privateer, it would be awesome. So, I'm just going to, yeah, go for it. <laughs> are you using that new did you end up racing with that new uh pro taper start device i saw it on your yes. bike and no, we did paulie showed it to Man, me it's unbelievable it was Paul pretty funny we were taper guys we were i was having him do a demonstration yeah. and and the sam is that big guy yep yep <laughs> they were trying to show me on video like to set it and everything yeah. and your forks are so stiff yeah they're like it took two tries to get it to lock yeah and then you got big Sam on yeah. the bike and he's bouncing up and down on it trying to get to unlock yeah, yeah. your forks are so stiff. Yeah, yeah, it's not that easy. But that device is I can't I can't I mean I can't believe no one's came up with that yet. It's yeah. insane. Like this it's a game changer of whole shot buttons. Yeah. It's you literally twist the button, grab front brake, and that's it. You're locked. It's amazing. Yeah. That uh the whole shot device in itself when it first came out uh man i can't even think of the year but i remember i was like opening ceremonies they used to let the photographers out there when guys got interviewed and stuff mm-hmm. and mcgrath had that little hook and that that was when the hook just yeah. went straight through the plastic yeah. i remember i was like what is that yeah. i was like staring at it but pretty ingenious invention that totally ML changed the sport would have found that a couple weeks before you oh uh, he would have huh he would have talked about it a lot oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's. I can't believe they were doing starts back then with no whole shot buttons. Man, it's crazy. Yeah. Well, I don't want to hold you up. I know you're getting to your buddy's house. I appreciate you taking the time to come meet me. Um, I, I'm interested to see where you're going to be in two weeks. You'd be in the sprinter. Or would you have conditions like, hey, I got to keep. Like, you can keep personal sponsors, correct? I have to keep my sponsors. I'm not yeah. leaving them 100%. Yeah. So that's why I can't just say, yeah, I'm doing it. I got to talk to my sponsors. Those were the guys that were there first. So Definitely. I um, got like to talk to them, and I'm not leaving them, that's for sure. So, Getting back to the whole Ignite thing, did anyone besides NBC give you grief for it? Like, did, did Husky say, hey, that's kind of a sketchy sponsor, or were they okay with no. it? No. Like, do you think it would be an issue? keeping that on your jerseys i'm not sure i mean because the thing is though like it's not even really it's on my jersey now but it's not on my jersey i have to cover up yeah every race but then we just put censored over it and yeah that's excellent more that's what yeah. they want to what about more. okay so they got that big boom box thing in your yeah. fit but that's okay to have in there and it's on the side of your canopy right you're yeah they, you're, they all uh, told me that the pets are fine the pits, pits are, okay. are cool but on the floor where the cameras are yeah no, wait, I can't hmm. it's funny because the logos are so small like you can barely even see them was it the icon too that has to be covered up could you just have that I know skull? I feel like you could you know like what if you took a G out of the Ignite yeah <laughs> you know what I mean like did you, I feel like you could for sure like I don't know but I'm not trying to cause any problems or controversy I just want to 
keep doing what I'm doing. Yeah. Can you talk about the signing bonus? The signing I heard bonus. a little a little story about a, a signing bonus that you passed off. Oh, yeah. They, <laughs> they um, the, the guy told me, uh, the Ignite guy said that, you know, if Dan knew about this, this was on race day uh-huh. at um, Anaheim 1, and he's like, hey, if, if I told Dan this right now, he says, he would tell you to rip that off and give, probably give you 50 or 100 grand. <laughs> I was like, why don't you give him a call? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, but, nah, it's, I, I'm, you know, the, the sponsor's awesome and that, but I still just, I'm still just focusing on my racing and stuff like that. You know, people were thinking, oh, you know, he's, it's a, de- it's a recipe for disaster, but <laughs> no, I'm good. Yeah. All right, Dino. Well, hey, thank you very much. Um, so it was Ignite. DW15, Rockstar, Husky, AGL, Ignite. Ignite. O'Neill. O'Neill. Don't make Frank mad. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. And the poor listeners' ears are just hurting right now from listening to that. Listening to what? That our podcast we've just did. <laughs> They've right. had to listen to me. No, no. All right. right, Hey, thanks for listening. Thanks, Dino, for uh, hooking me up. Thank you. You've been listening to the Swap Moto Live podcast show presented by Ogio and hosted by my dad, Don Mera. Thanks for listening.